Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. And putting on your shoes nightmare at the airport. But now, there's an easier way new hands free Skechers slip ins. With new Skechers slip ins, you just step in and go without bending down or looking for a place to sit. Try new machine washable hands free Skechers slip ins. These caramel cold brew MMs are like MMs with a coffee shop vibe. Maybe too much of a coffee shop vibe. This next one is about the importance of friendship, so I'm gonna maintain eye contact while I sing it. Oh boy. You've seen the paintings. The Thanksgiving turkey being served at grandma's. The weathered farmer sending his baby-faced son off to college. Now be sure and write. The wise police officer sitting at the soda bar, talking a young boy out of running away from home. Where are you going, son? Norman Rockwell didn't create the best in us. He just inspired the best. Inspiration. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. KLP Aftermath. We shut it down on the studio. You're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat 94.6 E Radio Station. Morning, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting podcast. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6 Morning Radio Show. Or should I say, should I really say morning, really? Because our schedule is getting ready to change for the fall season. Uh, I do want to thank, before we get on with the show, thank you to everybody that's been with us adjusting our schedule. We have a Grand Slam packed schedule nowadays. Um, But I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for it because there's a lot of things going on. Like, if you guys didn't see or catch yesterday's episode yesterday's show uh the morning on rap show with your news anchor me kennedy lucas right in front of the camera that show was really really good by the way i really had fun putting that show together guys check out that show that show is now available on youtube and wherever you get your podcast from but i also do recommend watching either you the youtube version or the spotify video version because you get video and the show is available. The first 15 minutes of the show is available on Instagram. And the full show is also available on Facebook Watch. So please check us out. We're doing some some great, amazing things over there. But this show, this is the KLP Aftermath Season 6. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We have our nearest, dearest, Simone Teeks is also here with us. Of course, Monica's here. Tyrus is here. James is here. DJ Lupizzi is here. Um everybody's here thank you guys for being here for sure i'm your uh gracious host again klp kennedy lucas grand slam week guys you know it's the week that you know we're ready to rock and roll we're ready for this next coming weekend 
Um, we did get some news. Uh, yes, Eden Prime codename Alice will be in production this late fall. That is the sequel to Eden Prime. I also would say to everybody, please, if you haven't seen the first film, Eden Prime, obviously, that's the first name of the first movie that I filmed. It's available right now on Amazon Prime Video, Tubi, and Apple TV, so please go check it out um, as we get prepared this late fall for production of Eden Prime codename atlas so excited for that one so, so i mentioned simone is here simone how you doing honey a happy happy what what day is it uh tuesday happy tuesday man it's tuesday happy tuesday to you kennedy ladies and gentlemen it's your girl simone Tunes. welcome back to our show our exciting show the week the week is here it's tuesday we're ready to rock and roll we did see you on your show yesterday the morning unwrap uh show check that out because that is a show that it's, it's very impactful. It's very, very good show. I really do encourage people. It's good to see you back in front of the camera, though. Um, I know that we do our we do our thing, and we uh, we make sure that everyone's straight on the podcast, audio version side of things. But it, it, it's good to see you back, for sure, um, for in front of the camera. I really do enjoy it. So I'm excited for that show I'm excited for a lot of things I've got my coffee I'm trying to wake up this morning I'm a little bit stumbled with my words it's Tuesday so uh, it's a lot going on this week uh, I am one of the head editors for the Vox time so I do encourage people to go check that out but I'm doing good the cast and crew is doing good and we're ready to rock for another podcast ready 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 for another exciting podcast now on today's episode We've got a good one. We've got uh, our news and, and things we need to talk about here on the show. Uh, I do have a game review and I've got a question from one of our viewers. So let me go ahead and knock out the game review because it's, it's quite, it's, this one's kind of quick. Um, so there's this new game that came out. It's called Atlas Falling. And it came out, I want to say, a couple days ago. Now, IGN did give this game a 7 out of 10. Um, yes, we played it here in the studio because I wanted something that I can, number one, review and really something new to play. Um, I'm in that, that I don't want to say funk, Simone, but I'm in that, that mood where I'm kind of ready for the games to come out and I need something new to play. Um, September, we got more to come back to come out in September. You've got Starfield in September, and then you got the big games in October. You guys know what the games do. I'm talking Spider-Man 2, the new Mario game, Sonic Superstars. So much crap is coming out in October. Uh, very, very excited for that. And then we just find out that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 comes out in November. Surprise, surprise. So this is a good year. Towards, towards the end, is a good year for gaming because I do agree with a lot of uh, gaming critics and podcasters and radio show personnels. They always say throughout the year that gaming has been kind of dry at the beginning of the year in which i i agree it has been sort of dry um but i'm very very excited towards the end of this year because we've got amazing games coming out and i'm in that funk where you know i need something new to play like i'm looking for that new new thing to play on my playstation 5 so um i'm solely for playstation 5 when it comes to new games this year plus nintendo i do have a switch um, I don't have an Xbox. My Xbox burnt out. It's a it's a day one edition, so it, it was by time for me to get a new system. But I've got the PlayStation Five, so there's really no need to get a new Xbox when I've got a PlayStation Five. It just doesn't make sense. Um, so I played Alice Fallen, and even though it got a C, seven seven out of ten, 
three out of five that to me that's a c right it's okay it's not the greatest game by all means i'm not gonna sit here and say that that game's better than spider-man but it's a good game i i really enjoyed it i like the dialogue i like the the role playing that you're doing i like the character development i do love it that the game is 60 frames per second you're playing a custom uh customized character so you, at the beginning you customize your character and you're going through the story you're meeting naya Niall was a, a, a spirit of some sort um and you're venturing the the land of the sands right you're venturing all over sandy areas you're, you're riding through sand you're fighting these enemy enemies called the rafts or reefs and you're really exploring the world you're finding pieces for your gauntlet and then you're just going on an adventure and where you become a uh, a civilian you become hero and help save your home turf so uh like i say it's good it's really not that bad of a game um there's a lot of tweaks that they could have done they could have fixed some i've noticed some bugs uh while playing the game so there are bugs in this just a little bit um but if you have the money to spare because this game is retail at 60 dollars, so you're going to play pay full price if you want to try it out um i tried it i enjoyed it i still play it i don't play it as much because we're so busy and i remember what was it sunday we were off the first game i played was star wars jedi survivor because that's a game i need to finish i never finished it um but yeah it's good it's good i really recommend people picking it up if you have the 60 dollars uh to spare it's really really an awesome game to play um it gets me entertained while we wait until september um yes i will be getting more uh more <laughs> mortal kombat one in september and you know october is where it was really gonna hit where a lot of games are coming out i'm probably won't be able to get all the new games in october because that's a lot of money but spider-man definitely is on my list definitely i will be picking that up so uh atlas fallen guys it's good i played it it's it's good it's it's something to keep you entertained and keep you occupied for a minute while we wait till the newer newer games to come out now simone we've got this thing i cannot wait um we're, we've got this 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 uh this this uh letter and usually what we do uh for everybody out there we do have a forum on our main website and also on the vox times website um you can submit a forum both because we read both from both websites and what we do to our fan base you write in your question that you want to ask it can be any type of question of course we review the question make sure it's not nothing illegal that i need to answer but you can ask us any questions for our shows and we'll be happy to oblige and answer it and give you a shout out um this uh question was coming from nia b shout out to nia b uh we don't do last names because it, you know it's yeah we got sponsors so we have to kind of be careful nia b says hi kennedy we love your show i love how the way you put it together keep doing your best work we love you for that you really got us inspired to start our own podcast. Oh, thank you, Nia B. Thank you so much. She also says, one quick question. This is kind of a funny question for the podcast. What was the most embarrassing thing that you've done while under the influence of alcohol or at a party? <laughs> um, I've done a lot of things, Nia. Uh, I've done a lot of things that I am not proud of. Um, but I'll tell this this story. There's been there's been quite a few things, embarrassing things that I've done while under the influence uh, of alcohol or at a party. Um, 
an embarrassing thing actually happened to me recently when I was in Miami. Shout out to my crew. You guys know who you are. Went to Miami. And one night, I think I had one too many drinks. And I was in the Uber. I was in, We were in the Uber driving to the next bar. We were, we were bar hopping. It was so fun. Um, and I, when I know I'm about to, this is a trick to everybody here in the studio. When, when you know, I'm about to barf, if I'm really, really quiet and I can't speak, that's when I'm about to throw up. So we're in the Uber and, and another thing too, to everybody here in the studio, my heart starts racing a little bit. Like it, it beats very deeply and I get really, really quiet and my stomach feels queasy. Yeah. I'm about to hurl. So I was feeling those effects and we're in the Uber and my friends that I went with, shout out to, to them, uh, Mutsi, Jess and David, uh, they looked over to me and they said, Kenny, you all right? And at that moment, I knew I need to throw up. So I told Uber, I said, hey, stop the car. And my friend Mutsi said, hey, stop the car because she knows what I'm about to do. So they stopped the car. I hopped out as quickly as I could because you you don't want to throw up in somebody's Uber car like you you, you first of all you're gonna get charged and it's so disgusting it's the most vile thing you can do throwing up or shitting in somebody else's car like I if I was driving Uber and somebody threw up in my vehicle I would have been super pissed so I got out of the car as quickly as I could now luckily um, it was there. It was railing. It was almost. It was like kind of we're kind of on a bridge. So I, I had space to hurl, and I threw that stuff up. Now th- that's embarrassing because my friends never heard or see me throw up, but they heard all of it. My friend must have like that's good. You need to get it all that out. You had too much. Get it all out. So I'm doing that, and I'm mad because I never really like to see people. I don't never never like to have people uh, watch me throw up and see me throw up because I throw up kind of obnoxiously. Uh, my my face turns pink. I'm hurling. My eyes go all over the place because you know it's I can't control it. So it's the most embarrassing thing ever. I never really like to have people watch me throw up or see me throw up. I think that's embarrassing to me. Um, but yeah, that was my my most recent embarrassing moment. Um, that, that was my, my recent one. Simone, what about you? Oh, man. Where do I begin? Um, yes, I've also had many embarrassing moments. Um, my my thing that I, I've actually started to work on is when I am extremely drunk, I say things I don't mean. Or I do things I don't mean. Right? Because my mind is not here. I, I black out. One time, I was at a party, and this was a party that me and Kevin went to, and I want to say it was a Christmas party. It was a huge Christmas party, too, um, and we were dancing, we were having a good time, and like you came in Miami, I had one too many, and somebody said something very, very sad. I think she just said it, said something sad because she's drunk as well. She don't know what she's saying, and... I picked on her for it because I was drunk like I was drunk out of my mind so with me when I'm drunk out of my mind and you say something you if you can say anything I'm laughing at almost anything right I think Kim you has the same thing too because we've been to parties together and I know you laugh obnoxiously loud and laugh at everything I'm like that too I'm going to laugh at any and everything don't say anything towards me because I'm drunk 
I'm blacked out, I'm having a good time, I'm feeling good, I'm gonna laugh in your face and have no remorse about it. Now, it was embarrassing because everybody looked at me like I was the bad guy or a bad girl at the time. And I I felt bad at the end of it because I didn't, I right then and there, I didn't know why people was uh, looking at me. And you know what was funny? When people was looking at me as if I was a bad person, I laughed at them. Like, fuck y'all looking at, you know? So it was, that was very, very embarrassing because I did get a lot of texts that next morning said, hey, so mom, why did you say that? Why did you laugh at that? Why did you do that? And my mom's like, I did that? Me. You sure it was me? You sure it wasn't somebody else at the party? So that was my most embarrassing thing I can remember because uh, I did text my, and she was my one of my closest friends too. So I really felt bad the next day when I'm like sobered up, a little hungover, but sobered up. So I texted her and I said, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't, look, I'm drunk. I was drunk. I was drunk out of my mind. I didn't know what I was doing. So she apologized. She, uh, she accepted my apology and then we went out for lunch later in later on within the week and all was forgiven but that was my most embarrassing thing because I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know what I was laughing at and turns out I was laughing so it was just one of those things that uh that was my most embarrassing moment uh at the party uh, yeah I, I'm like that too Simone I, I laugh at everything and I'm I'm loud I, I think I don't laugh at almost everything but i do know i do get loud i do get extremely loud and don't even get me started when it when you play a jam of mine a music of mine music that i really really enjoy you best believe i'm gonna dance my little sexy ass off you know there's been and i'll say this because my friends know about this but there's been a moment where supposedly i was there was somebody was playing genuine pony and i was humping and dancing on the wall i don't really remember me doing that but there's video right there's been video of me drunk out of my mind in New York. My brother has that video. So I've had plenty of embarrassing moments. Um, those are those are really the best times, though, right? Those are the best times where you have a moment to cut loose and not think about work, not think about what you need to do. Just cut loose and have fun and have a great time. So very, very excited for sure. Comment below, guys. What was you guys' most embarrassing moments while drunk or at a party we love to hear for you and guys please send in your requests your questions through our forums they do come in we do read them and we'll be able to shout you out and answer your questions live here on the show of klp aftermath season six now we do have coming up next we have my man tyrus lester is here to talk about our hip-hop news they're going to tag team on uh him and simone and t we have a piece that kind of a sad piece but i mean we got a report on it but um a legend has passed away isn't that right t all right over the last 24 hours the hip-hop industry has been shaken to its core with the death of magoo and clarence avant well it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop and it's truly a sad day for the world of hip-hop and black entertainment well timberland a longtime partner of magoo finally breaks his silence and he put this up just a few minutes ago he put this one hits different long live melvin aka magoo tim and magoo forever rest easy my king now listening to their music you know um for me with the golden age i would say from like 92 93 to about 2005 is my golden era of hip-hop i thought it was just pure i thought that you know the message was just dope as hell 
and it's forever going to be etched in you know my brain as the golden era you know of hip-hop seeing people like diddy jay-z big punk fat joe Nas, you know rise to prominence man and tim lennon magoli how could you forget one of the best clicks missy Aaliyah. You know what I mean? Back in the day. So it's just sad at the age of 50 years old that Magoo passed away. Now, we do not know. We do not know the cause of death right now. And that's why it's important that everybody locks in and subscribes to Hip Hop News Uncensored. Um, as soon as there's something available, we'll definitely have it. So make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell. And that way, as soon as there's an update on anything in hip hop, anything in black entertainment, or anything with Magoo, you will be the first to know about it so yeah man um last night the uh it was confirmed by one of his close friends that he did pass away at 50 years old long live magoo long live um you know just the hip-hop movement and you know it's one of those things where you kind of just like you don't hear from somebody for a long time and next thing you know they're gone and now they gotta get be in the spotlight and magoo was definitely one people on the long list of people that we wanted to interview here on Hip Hop News Uncensored. So sad to see him go. Um, just a lot of vivid memories of my childhood listening to his music, Timberland's music. And like I said, man, um, he etched his name on the Hall of Fame of Hip Hop. Shout out to Virginia. Shout out to Timberland. Shout out to Magoo. Um, Aaliyah passed away. Missy's still here doing her thing. So it's just a sad day in hip hop and sad day in black entertainment, man. I agree. Uh, not to cut you off, but um i just i just wanted to bring out here on the show that T magoo and timbaland that they were actually my first first artist that i ever listened to at first when i first like really got into listening to music actually loving music it was timbaland and magoo mixed in with with diddy and all the other artists that i like to listen to at that time and Timbaland and Magoo actually gave us the idea of when we did our albums, right? Uh, T, you remember Swanky Wood? <laughs> that was me and Tyrus's album that we made way back in the day. Um, so I get inspired when it when it comes down to music uh, producers and music rappers and artists like Timbaland and Magoo because they were one of the most impactful uh duo in in black entertainment and in hip-hop so um to see a legend going to and to me 50s too soon um it honestly in my opinion um i would have loved to see them have a comeback i know he did quit the 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 industry to become a um i think he became a real estate uh agent and owning some properties so he found more peace after the the artist artistry because the industry is very hard to do nowadays um but it's very very sad it's very very sad i, I was shook when i saw the when i read the headlines i'm like no not magoo like that's magoo like that's that's timberland's man so very very heartfelt uh rest in peace to magoo our prayers and thoughts go to missy and timberland because that that's their boy that's their guy so it's just that's a sad sad occasion there um, and you know, we're, we're prayers up to them and prayers up to Magoo's family because you know that Magoo was somebody's father, right? Magoo was somebody's friend, somebody's uh husband, you know, and now he's gone, you know. I and we'll we'll keep up with the story too because I we I like to know what was the cause of his death. Um, it was just like hey, he passed away, and 
I don't think that the news came out the cause of it, but I'm sure that everybody would like to know, uh, you know, the cause of his death. death. So um, long live Magoo. Rest in peace, Magoo. Uh, King gone too soon, honestly. All right, man. So Uncle Luke is pissed off because he was not invited to the celebration of hip hop. Now, a lot of people perform there. I mean, we can go through, you know, numerous names of people that performed at the celebration. A lot of people from New York, you know, uh, Nas, Snoop Dogg, Little Wayne, Little Kim, Wu-Tang, Fat Joe. We can go on and on. Well, he, he was not invited. So he has something to say uh, earlier on um, his Twitter account. And I want to go through what he said, right? And they think it's pretty interesting. Then I'll... You know, give you the truth behind it. Now you put hip hop fans from Florida. Don't be upset. They didn't recognize your favorite Florida artist as part of the hip hop 50 year celebration. The industry has never considered us hip hop. From the time I started hip hop in the South, you can only imagine the names they called us country, beauty music, trash music. I can go on and on. The disrespect towards Florida hip hop still to this day. We fight for our respect and you have stood behind us every step of the way. We will continue fighting. There will be a day this year when we come together and celebrate for the hip-hop artists from the top of the state to the bottom. We love you. Thank you for your support. Now, 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 a lot of people, you know, debunked his report, pretty much said that Trina was there. And from what I hear, Trina did perform. She's a part, definitely, of it. I don't know if Trick Daddy was there. I'm not sure. Slip and slide. Um, but it's a lot of people that came from Florida. Plaz, Rick Ross, Trick Daddy. And I can remember, you know, my brother, he um, spent a lot of time in Florida, like Fort Myers area. And back in the day when he came up, he the one who put me on a Florida hip hop scene. Trick Daddy, Plies. I don't know if he was listening to Rick Ross then, but definitely like Trick Daddy. And, you know, being down there, you was going to listen to that music. Up here, it took us a little while to get accustomed to it. But when we began to hear it, we began to hear you don't know now. All them drugs like that, we rock with that. Like, was like, okay, this is different. I rock with Trick Daddy. Okay, look at Trina, boom, boom, you know what I mean? So, plaz and all that. So, it was never a hate thing, I, I'm, from my perspective, with Florida hip-hop artists. Now, at first, I thought Master P was corny. I thought the No Limit Dread was kind of corny. I didn't like the Hot Boys at first. You know, I ain't really listen to UGK like that coming up, honestly. You know, ours was like Jay-Z. I listened to Big Pun, Jay-Z. I was rocking with this Hero Squad, Rough Riders, DMX, you know, Nas. That was the stuff that most of us listened to. Not saying that people from the North don't listen to the South. I know a lot of people who rock with the South heavy. I'm like, damn. You know, but hey, to each his own. Everybody got their own preferences, right? But I think he has a point to a certain extent. Maybe he should have been invited. Maybe more artists from Florida should have been invited but it's like even like the podcast thing like you, you're always going to have somebody that's going to be disgruntled because if they're not included in something that's just what it is you know um do i think he should have been in it yes from his history how he fought congress for freedom of speech and hip-hop and freedom of speech in general i think he definitely should have been you know included in it um i think anybody that was prominent from florida should have been included in it. You got so many different regions, the West Coast region, um, Memphis region, Florida region, Georgia, New Orleans, like the South, Texas, 
is represented very, very heavily in hip-hop. So many different states, just like the North, Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, you know, uh, um, all these different, even Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, like all these different places, Virginia, they might be more considered the South, but there's so many different places where like hip-hop's contribution is, and I think that more people probably should have been, but we can't sit up here and act like they totally excluded Florida if they had Trina there. Maybe they should have had a trick there. I'm not sure if Rick Ross performed at all, but Rick Ross definitely should have been there. You know? So that is what it is, man. Um, I'm going to know what you guys think in the comment section about what Uncle Luke said. Um, he pretty much said like, he started hip-hop in Florida. Now, for me, I don't know. I don't know how true that is. Um, I'm not... I know a little bit about Florida hip-hop history, but I don't know about that. So anybody in the comment section... You can let me know. I know about New York hip-hop history. A little bit more about West Coast and even Southern hip-hop history. Well, as it like, pertains to uh, Atlanta and shit like that. But as far as Florida, I couldn't tell you. But I know he was definitely one of the pioneers. I could definitely, definitely tell you he was one of the pioneers, man. So that's my thoughts on it. That That's definitely my thoughts on it. Um, Again, let me know what you guys think in the comment section. I think it's dope. I think it's dope when people speak out. And yeah, a lot of artists that stood up for him. Snoop Dogg was one that stood up for him. Um, and a few other people, you know, pretty much condoned what he said, but other people in the comments was kind of going at him, like, yo, you crying, this, that, and the third, and I would never say that, you know what I mean? Uh, I think that's disrespectful for the city, he's crying. But uh, you want to be included, like, if you if you were at, at the inception and started something, and you were, you know, a pioneer, in whatever region or whatever aspect of what you've done, you want to have your fucking recognition. Can't be mad at that. Like, you want to have your recognition for starting something and people taking from you and blowing up, and now you don't want to mention me? I feel him on that. I feel him on that 100%. What you mean you don't want to mention me? I was one of the dudes that got this shit popping for Florida. How you not going to mention me? There will be no Trina. There will be no, you know, whatever, without what I did. Maybe he feels that way, and I can't get mad at him for feeling that way. I just can't. Just can't. So, so Kendrick Lamar has his eyes on a $10 million penthouse in New York City. It looks like Kendrick Lamar is in the process of expanding his residential flexibility across the country from his home state of California into New York. On Tuesday, August 8th, the New York Post reported that its associate spotted Kendrick touring homes in Brooklyn Heights. Among the spots he was browsing was a $9.85 million penthouse with four bedrooms. The Quay Tower, where it's located, is also where actress Zendaya owns a unit. The spot that Kendrick was checking out with his friends is 3,533 square feet and boasts a private elevator and glass walls with views of the Big Apple's most spectacular sights. The building also comes with a range of amenities, such as a rooftop lounge, gym, and several other things. Though Kendrick's team has yet to comment on this, there's a chance that Kendrick could be following through on his control claim from 10 years ago about being the king of New York. Oh, what are your thoughts on Kendrick Lamar potentially relocating to a $10 million penthouse in New York? Go ahead, Kendrick. Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers, one of my favorite albums, by the way. I love N65. That's one of my favorite songs on the album. So shout out to Kendrick Lamar. I hope that, that you know that's going to go well with him. He's one of my favorite rappers, guys. If y'all don't know, it's it's Kendrick, Joe Budden, who else? Uh, my Eminem. 
Dr. Dre, Buster Rhymes. Right? I love I like Lil Wayne, I do. Um everybody from Slaughterhouse, really. That's one of my 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 energy. Jay-Z is up there. Nas is up there. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of favorite rappers. We're going to be all de- all morning trying to do this podcast if I name every favorite rapper that I love to listen to. Um shout out to him. Hopefully that goes uh I'm sure that's going to go well for him. King of New York though. We'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 keep up with it. We'll keep up with the times. We'll see what what happens next. Now, speaking of what's happening next, obviously, we've got James up here in the studio to give us the latest in sports news james what's happening so the broncos did something i don't think i've seen uh for quite some time they kept their offense on the field for the first four drives of the game and that's with a veteran quarterback and so uh it wasn't very pretty until the final play of the final drive so what does it tell you in the offseason for sean payton and the broncos when he has publicly ripped harsh the previous coach and he kept starters in for four series on their first preseason game it tells you this is not as plug-and-play as he hoped. Uh, they got a lot of work to do. It's not necessarily coming together. Uh, on a lot of those drives, they were dealing with second- and third-team Arizona Cardinal defenders. That's a bad team and an average defense, and they couldn't move the ball. So I do feel like Sean Payton, this is a heavy lift. He's got three things to rebuild. Russell Wilson's game and confidence. That goes without saying. He was good when he was had time to throw, but he's got to rebuild that. The second thing is he has to rebuild the culture, which he's talked about that publicly. It was a mess in the building. And number three, he's got to build the offensive line. And uh, it was shockingly bad. So again, Russell was pretty good when he had time to throw. But all of this in a division with the reigning dynasty in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs. So again, I thought Russell Wilson was good five for five when he had time to throw. But he was under pressure 64.5% of the time, according to Pro Football Focus. And Russell Wilson likes the deep ball. We all know that. You're not going to throw a deep ball if you don't have time to throw. So that's another issue he's got to deal with. So I, my takeaway was Russell Wilson looked a little thinner, a little lighter, uh, looked like he had a little more pop, a little more juice. But the offensive line was shockingly bad. And this is a heavy lift. Add in Sean Payton's enormous contract. That's pressure in the building. Add in Russell Wilson's a very public figure. Uh, Add in the general manager from the previous coach, the previous GM who hired the disaster as a head coach. He's still in the building. Uh, And again, add in Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. So the other thing to remember is when Sean was in New Orleans in the NFC South, he was not only the best coach in his division, he was often the only competent offensive coach in his division. So if Sean came up with a clever game plan with Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, he was winning 75% of his games. One year he went 5-0 with Bridgewater in the middle of the season as a backup. In this division, he could have the most clever, thoughtful, unique game plan and get outfoxed by Andy Reid, who's in his division twice a year. So this is a big lift for Sean Payton. Um, They're not there yet. It's pretty obvious when you keep the offense in, veteran quarterback for four series, and you don't really light it up until the last play of the last series, this is not plug and play. It's it's a lot of stuff to rebuild and fix. Uh, Sean's certainly capable of being it. 
but the AFC's tough the division as a dynasty the O-line's a bit of a mess all right so that was the offense that I think a lot of us wanted to watch at least me wanted to watch it thought Russell was good when he had time thought the O-line was a mess and I thought Sean Payton proved by you know the last couple of weeks and what's happened there and a lot of noise and a lot of heat they're not there yet they're not there yet, and he's going to figure it out, and he knows with his contract and all eyes on him in a division with Kansas City, he got to hurry up and get there. Um, all right, here's the second quarterback I wanted to watch, Jordan Love. So uh, less than seven yards per completion, less than five yards per attempt. What am I supposed to make of it? Well, I make of it the biggest throw of the game, clean pocket, wide open tight end, and he not only missed it, he missed it badly. Bro, it's year four in the NFL. That's a layup. That's bad. I know you say, but what about this and what about that? They're hand-holding him. That is a third down, clean pocket, bad miss for a college quarterback. He is what I was told throughout the offseason I thought he would be. He's a game manager. There's no special there. You can say what you want about Justin Fields at 5-20. and 20. You see wow all the time. I saw WOW this weekend with Anthony Richardson. I don't expect Anthony Richardson to be refined and polished, but if you're still wearing floaties, year four in the pool, you're not Michael Phelps. In fact, maybe swimming's not for you. Uh, that's what I noticed. That, that play, that pass on a third down. In fact, Jordan Love, I know you don't want to hear this, but we have so many smart, analytic people, uh, pro football focus, Warren Sharp. Jordan Love had the cleanest preseason pocket of any quarterback Thursday on. He had the least pressure, and they're still babysitting him. Under five yards in attempt, you cannot miss open throws. This stuff, the rollout to the opposite side, that stuff's layout stuff. It's going to come down, and I've said this before, I don't need you to be great on every play. But those third downs, clean pocket, those are layups for quarterbacks in the NFL. Those are layups. Throw into the back of the end zone. Well, I mean, so you overthrow it. You can't underthrow it. That's not a special throw. That's an NFL franchise quarterback throw. So you start looking at the yards. Kenny Pickett, year two, and that old line is not as good as the Packers. And that's a defensive coach, Mike Tomlin. Kenny Pickett averaged 10 yards per attempt. Jordan Love under five with an offensive coach. Year four in the system. Better O-line. It tells me they're coddling and hand-holding. I know what you're saying. Colin, how can you judge him on that? It's year four. I'm going to judge him on a clean pocket, wide open tight end, miss him badly on a third down. He had the cleanest pocket. This, this Packer situation is built to succeed. Matt LaFleur's system is good for quarterbacks. Good O-line. Star backs, talented receivers though young. Musgraves a brilliant young athletic tight end. Safe system, quarterbacks succeed with Lafleur. They succeed in Green Bay and a large part of it is they've always got protection. He had the cleanest pocket of the weekend and it's still five yards in attempt. What do you want me to do with it? I mean, I watched Indianapolis and Anthony Richardson and that kid is really raw, but they kind of let him do him stop. Now, 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 he had a terrible interception. Okay, it's your one, it's, it's, it's preseason one. I, I'm almost expecting you're going to be a bit of a mess, right? Anytime, you know, when you have young kids in the house, they spill stuff. Like, I get it. 
But year four, push, push, challenge, challenge. I just don't see it with Green Bay. They're not challenging it. This, this is just safe stuff. And I think basically they're telling you what they have. We're going to kind of manage this thing. Hopefully our defense is better. We like our coach. We like our running backs. Uh, and it's going to be a very safe, safe offense. Now here's the thing. The division's better. Kirk Cousins going to give you 25 a Sunday. Justin Fields now, who looked pretty good, has got weapons. We know Detroit's got a good offense. So the game manager would work if you had San Francisco's defense or Cincinnati's defense or Pittsburgh's defense. Then you can do a lot of this game managing stuff. But Green Bay's defense was bad last year. Hopefully Jair Alexander returns to his great cornerback form. But this division, Chicago, Detroit are going to be better offensively. And Minnesota with Kirk Cousins and their offensive head coach is going to be at least very good. Top 10, 12 in the NFL. So I just don't think game manager is good enough. Thanks, James, for that sports news. Guys, check out James, Tyrus, and Christina on Sports Talk. It is That's a fantastic show, by the way. I if I do say so myself, I know we produce it, but it's a good one. Very, very good one. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast this morning. KLP Aftermath Season 6, Tuesday's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy this one. And as always, guys, check out our latest show, this, uh, The Morning Unwrapped Show. Uh, I'm your news anchor on that show. Uh, we got our episode that we uploaded yesterday. We'll be back tomorrow for another new episode of that show. Uh, again, thank you guys for your patience or with our scheduling. And we look forward to more podcasts and shows later on this week. And thank you guys for staying tuned. Thank you, Simone, uh, as always, for doing such an amazing job with our show. Uh, Tyrus, James, Monica. Monica's coming back, by the way, guys. Of course, if you haven't seen the latest video, uh, the latest in tech news, she is taking over that show. So she's been doing that as of late. So that's why she hasn't been on the KLP Aftermath. I've got everybody everywhere, so I apologize, but I'm not sorry because, you know, we've got like three different shows that we're producing for our different uh, tastes and types of our audiences and our fans. Uh, everybody likes different things, so we have to cater to everybody. I love it, though. So, Monica, we'll see you back here later on with the KLP Aftermath morning show. Again, that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast. Uh, as always, I like to say stay safe, stay swanky. Peace.